0: Walk down any high street in virtually any major city in the world and you'll find yourself at the intersection of art and advertising. Murals, takeovers, experiential activations, the biggest and most creative brands out there will turn to a who's who of the best visual artists around to help bring their story to life. While the work certainly pays well and looks great in a portfolio, the opportunity comes at the cost of the artist's own story. So how can we disrupt this? How can we level the playing field and put the artist in the driver's seat? Well, my guest today just might have the answer. Yann Cordeaux is the co-founder and creative director of Landmark, a Montreal-based agency that specializes in global brand activations created by some of the most exciting artistic talent there is right now. With the advent of NFTs, some of these artists are becoming superstars in their own right, and they're doing it overnight. So much so, that these artists aren't just in the driver's seat, they're in the fast lane. Now the question is, can brands keep up? Welcome to This Story World Exists. Jan, it's a pleasure to have you here, I have to say. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you so much. It's a
0: pleasure to be here as well. You have an an impressive resume, my friend. (laughs) Seriously? You do, (laughs) yeah. I mean, you're, you're the creative director at Landmark. Uh, which, I mean, your, your your portfolio is a who's who of, of global <laughs> brands. You just have to browse your website and you see Nike, you see Apple, you see uh, Red Bull. Uh, what did I see recently? Oh, the, the NBA. You did a collaboration yeah. with the NBA and Yeah, we just uh, won a, a prize
1: uh, this week. Congratulations. Yeah, we won uh, applied art for spaces and an activation or something so really happy about that
0: that's amazing congratulations well yeah. our, our listeners at home uh are going to be hearing this in the, in early fall so in july of this year 2022 you guys an award-winning activation with nba and Tennessee and it was uh, sort of a muralized basketball court. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean, the,
0: the image that I saw, I, I recommend that you go, go follow Landmark on Instagram
1: because that's where I saw it. Um, and it was for Mural, not this edition this year, but for Mural last year, but like we submitted the work and now we just uh, learned this week that it won uh, in this category. So we're super thrilled, super happy. Super happy for the artist as well. I think he he really nailed it, so. It's, who, who is the artist to me? Uh, his name is Franco Rama. Franco Rama, Franco yes. Franco Rama, yeah. yes. So totally nailed this artwork. He showed this inspiration also. And seriously, it, it's such a beautiful piece. So no, no doubt that it won something. So we're just there like producing and making it happen, but also the artist. Um, I'm so happy for him. It's it's such an honor, and it's so so gratifying to see that his his work is recognized. Montreal artist, yeah, like, worldwide global brand, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's huge, it's huge. Now so there's good. a
0: there's a couple of things you've said you said just there that I want to unpack <laughs> yes. a little bit. Uh, the first is mural. So in addition to being the creative director for yeah. Landmark. A spin-off of that, you organize a
1: festival called Mural.
0: Talk to talk to us about
1: that a bit. Then Mark came first. Okay. Because we were working already like uh artistic project in big Montreal company called Cirque du Soleil. So this is where I was before. Oh, that little
0: known Cirque yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, okay.
1: And and there I was making like more and more artistic projects until we made like a, a big one, and then like we saw the interest of of all the sponsors from Cirque, like they were interested in our like really niche project okay. that we had over there. So we saw the potential. And and at some point at Cirque, they refocused everything. There was a big uh, layoff at some point. So our project uh, sadly uh, finished. Okay, But after that, me and Andre, we questioned ourselves and we were just like, okay, I think we saw like a lot of potential. The brands were attracted to a project involving artists so i think we should continue and the fact that like by traveling the world with cirque by meeting a lot of artists and seeing a lot of experience like in 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 la and miami and in london like we did all of those cities with the circus our contact book was like (laughs) super strong so we're just like okay i think we have everything to just continue on our own and launch like something but at the same time we were missing some of the aspects so that's when we recalled Uh, meeting those two young entrepreneurs that are forming now, the four of us, which was uh, Nico was doing uh, clothing. He has his own like clothing brand. Yeah. And Alexi was like throwing like the best like art event in Montreal. We had a vision about like a company that can work with artists and promote them. We saw it like like an agency, but without like an infographist or designer. Our talent was going to be artists, visual artists. Most of them were our friends back then. Let's give them work and let's put them up front and promote their work as much as we can.
0: I love that. Your three partners and yourself, you have artistic backgrounds. So it's not like you're necessarily... (laughs) Well, it takes an artistic eye to recognize. So we have Alexi, the event's... Art. He was a,
1: having like an event planning okay. uh, company, Nico that was having a, a clothing more brand the merch
0: side. Okay. Yeah,
1: Andre was has like more like an e-commerce like background oh, official, perfect. but he was also like back in the days he was like an an official like animator, like he was oh, working wow. with like a on like uh, the Caillou studio, like what's yeah, name? yeah, 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 <laughs> Caillou, the infamous, <laughs> <laughs> the infamous Caillou. He was uh, coloring, eclectic but funny, uh, funny inside. All of us have like an like we wanted to be artists, but we ended up like not being one. It's kind of our dream. At least we work with them and we promote their work and we. It, it's 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 literally the four of us. It's our passion, visual art. So for us, it's just like okay, let's. Let's create something out of our passion. So like that, it's on our everyday life, and I think that's how it came through.
0: You're, you're like the hype
1: man. No, I mean like honestly, <laughs> yeah, kind like, every, of in a way. Yeah. Every yeah.
0: MC, every MC needs that 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 guy on the on stage, like bigging them up and
1: and and yeah, mo- they, moving yeah. the crowd and and making the whole thing come but to it's, life. It's you know? true. Like in the end, like as much as uh, with the work we've done with with everything, like I i'm a really humble person but i can take credit i know we worked hard still to this day like uh, i i love to put the artists up front to me they're the one that has something i think i'll never have i'm a fanboy too for us it was kind of a dream project to create a festival one of the first thing we did is okay guys we want to create this agency but also we want we want to show you something. So we brought them to Miami Art Basel. And I think there, like, they had like a revelation. And I think when we came back, we're just like, maybe we should do something like this. Because of the background of the city and like the really festival-ish, everything like the, for us, like our big brothers were jazz, were Franco, were all of those huge festivals. We grew up with them. I think Miami was lacking that festival knowledge type of organization. It was just like free for all in the streets, like people opening like studio doors yeah. and everything, but you never know where to go. We thought, okay, well, if if I was to work with them, I would make sure that everyone knows where to go. We were kind of used to this. Okay, you go to to Franco, you have like a site map, you know, like where everything is, you have like a schedule. In Miami, there was none of this, but at the same time, we were so like excited. So we're just like, okay, I think maybe, with the with the art- artistic talent that we have here and the the amazing city that we have, we thought that they could be like a, an event with its own like signature DNA flavor and everything inspired by by what we saw over there. So when we came back, we saw the event on its on its own being kind of our marketing stunt. So we created the agency, which is B2B. And at the same time, we needed something to talk to the, the public and yeah. everything. So when we created the festival for us, it was like a, a no brainer. It was just like, okay, so that's our platform to actually show what we do, show our passion, show what we love uh, to the grand public. And with the agency, it's more like, okay, so this is where we're professional and show our expertise and, and everything to work with with uh, with clients and stuff. They would never have come to life if we didn't start both, I think, because uh, sometimes landmark was like literally keeping mural alive. But it was it was it was tricky to manage also to start two companies at the same yeah. time. Cause this is literally what we did both of them were born like a couple of months uh, difference but it was a lot of work and that's why i think if if we were not four like i i think we would have never make it mm. and even today like i i still say like as a as an entrepreneur that like i'm i might be like only a quarter of an entrepreneur i needed the other guys i don't know if i would have create like a, a company on my own. I really needed like
0: partners. Now, people listening at home, you didn't see but Jan put entrepreneur in quotation marks. <laughs> now, I think he's selling himself short a little bit. I think you, you don't need to do this. You truly are an entrepreneur, my friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But, but you're, you're surrounding yourself by the right people. Whether, exactly, whether exactly. it's the artists, whether it's having that eye, that eye to, to recognize what is quality art, uh, to you know everything from when you started your venture surrounding yourself with the right partners with the right artists leveraging your contacts to what to how we started this conversation with with um, uh, Franco Rama which is yeah. um, the 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 ability to uh, artistically direct not only the artist but the brand to Broker that relationship. I imagine there was a casting element as well where you had to identify which of your artists in your talent pool would have been the right fit for this activation. Oh, yeah. That's all very underrated <laughs> in the not just in the entrepreneurialism, and let's remove those quotation marks, but also the artistic contribution that you make. It's the cliche, right? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> and you, my friend, are the beholder, right? Um, now, now that brings me to, to a question I had for you about your slogan. Okay, so Landmark, uh, the call to action is harness the power of art. Yes. I love that. Now, let's fast forward. Now, we're in the presence 2022. We're sprinting into this place called the metaverse. Yes, <laughs> Web three. We're d- we're wheeling and dealing in this new artistic space, right, with NFTs and with this co-creation taking place on in, in these deeply virtual and and augmented reality sp- or alternate reality spaces. Um, what do you think now is the power of art? Now, is it an artist versus the art thing where? now a lot of your artists are probably getting a lot more agency than
1: maybe before with this new space that's emerged. Yeah, no, totally. The power is still the same. I think the the medium is changing. And I think what's interesting is that maybe something that wasn't recognized as a contemporary art, for example, is now like, oh, so actually like someone that's doing art in 3d could do like a, a real piece of art before that it was like probably like uh, video game designers like actually creating from scratch and not being recognized as as, as, artists. as artists it's a video game it's to play it's fun like I, i'm sure probably a lot of people said in the past uh, this is not art
0: there are people now uh, criticizing NFTs as oh, totally, "quote unquote" totally. bad art or not art or lowbrow art, and, and 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 I mean, you just have to look at your roster. You just look at your agency's roster and see, like, uh, um, and like to R- me,
1: Ricardo Cavolo is a great example. And to me, even this is is even part of the power because. Even the negative feedback is creating a conversation. Yeah. It's actually driving an emotion. And sometimes, like, it can be a bad emotion, but at least it's it's provoking something, yes. you know? So it's provoking conversation, it's provoking reflections, like, oh, that, that famous question of what is art, or is this art, or... I mean, it's still actually making your brain think about what you're seeing Absolutely. or what you're experiencing, so... To me, this is still a really strong power that's yeah. it. it's like it's not because it's powerful that it's like only positive or only beautiful. Uh, you could argue that any
0: new wave of art. Uh, and again, let's not limit ourselves to just like visual, like, you know, yeah, conventional <laughs> art, quote unquote, any kind of art. Um, that moment of challenge, that moment of pushback, to your point, is actually quite exciting. It's, it's You could argue it's a metric. It's a metric for, oh, this is going to be big. Or there's <laughs> some, something is coming because of the resistance to it. You know, um, let's go with, like, uh, even, like, music genre. Hip-hop. Hip-hop for years. Or, or video games. These are... are movements, communities, industries that, that were roundly criticized and censored for years or, or worse, especially in those two examples, hip hop and gaming, uh, they were, they were pigeonholed as the, the cause of society's ills. We were pointing our fingers at these art forms. And I think that you could argue that that's sort of a precursor to that thing, that entity, yeah. um, reaching
1: a, a, another level of influence, another level of power. Totally, in my position and in my role, it's really one of the the most important thing I I believe is to be open-minded. I'm, I'm gonna turn uh, 43 this year. I'm still like really open into the new artists coming out uh, on music on on visual art on everything there's new stuff there's new trends there's new tons tons of stuff that you need to be open-minded about and 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 understand and like question and everything to me it was it was no exception that nft at first it's like oh it's like shaking because it it was such a (laughs) a huge movement that it was just like, whoa, wait a minute. It's easy to feel comfortable in what you know and just like, no, 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 no. like this is not art because I've been doing this for 10 years. Like, what is this? And then you get interested and realize there's a lot of good into this. In the end, like I, I always try to find like something that to me is interesting in every new stuff that gets me out of my comfort zone on a really uh, psychological level it it comes from my education like when i was uh, 11 years old and i was listening to hip hop music and no one was listening to this my 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 dad was like, this is not music, and this is not a way of, <laughs> I was like, wow, like, my own dad, like, doesn't approve, like, what I listen to, like, this yeah. is so weird, yeah. in a sense, and I, I kind of, like, I it kind of traumatized me, in a sense of, okay, I never want to be like this. It
0: is giving me the joy that music gives everyone, so how can it not be, yeah, I, I, I lived a little bit of that experience myself, We're we're about the same age, and, I remember it here, I mean, we, we're both Montrealers, not a huge hip-hop market in the yeah. early 90s, late 80s, so to to have discovered that felt like a treat, and uh, like I was being transported into uh, a world that, and, and and sort of a narrative with iconography and language and, and themes that were just so uh, not my reality. It always felt... Um, it felt like I was tele- being teleported into a, another world, and and developing that deep of an emotional connection with something at such a young age, through the power of of, of storytelling. Literally, I mean, that's what rap music, especially back then in the early '90s, was was all storytelling, and and yeah. it was so vivid and so visceral, and um, and again, so so not my reality. I think I attribute that to um, as well that that notion of like what if I'm resisting something why and how can I push past that's kind of become my my methodology yeah. when my kids bring something to me that's I'm like my, why is my first instinct to resist right now and how can I <laughs> and how right? can I how can I push past that 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 Mar- Marshall McLuhan uh his his famous quote like the, the medium or or the the thinking around the, the medium is the message and that's what you said oh, yeah. before right when I said what is the power of art and you said well, especially right now in the context of, of the metaverse, and I agree with you 100%. Just because there's a new channel doesn't necessarily mean that that's instantly transforming the power dynamics. Uh, I do want to get into that a little bit, though. Like yep. I do think there are some power dynamics that we could uh, unpack, especially uh, when you think of your your roster of talent that... I imagine is enjoying personal success like arguably never before but before before we get into that I I want to know a little bit about the history of your kind of foray into NFTs like what what how did it start
1: I think the first time I heard about it was the really uh, early, uh, early, early pandemic. Uh, one of the artists, and he's like, okay, like, uh, have my friend. He's just like, he, he has like a, a, a website where you can put like digital art on it. And and back then it was not even those huge platform that we know today, but like, it was like some really geek people having almost like, not like a forum, but like an exchange community site, community-based. Yeah, yeah. And it was... Um, local artist i was surprised it was like, like the guy was uh from montreal and it was like a, a a website and then i'm like okay well this is interesting but it was so confusing because even the person that explained it to me was like was he, he was not understanding fully but i the the way he talked to me about it i was like wow if that's true like this this might be a game changer, in, in in the industry. It was just like a conversation with like, yeah. an, uh, with with this artist, and I never like like I had a lot of things to, to think about, so I, I didn't uh, put my head too much on it. So I was just like aware that this exists. It it, it didn't took long before. The first person that came, like, really excited about it and explained it to us, like, very well was Fred, like, Fuck Render. Fred was already on my roster. So when I heard about that thing, I was like, oh, I need to talk to Fred about this. okay. (laughs) But it it went, like, just, like, oh, yeah, it's something I would need to tell him about those platforms of, like, digital art. And you know what? Like, finally, like, I never managed to tell him about it. And in the end, like it's came to us like saying, OK, guys, like this is NFT. Like <laughs> it is crazy. So I, I remember like those first conversation and learning how it works, like late at night because it was the pandemic. So uh, there was no more work at the office. So there was no more like nine to five. But I remember like it was like kind of a new excitement. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I am I would say I'm a I'm a project guy. I didn't felt that excited since 10 years when this came in it was like straight like oh my god okay this is huge this is an infinite world of possibilities and it's specifically also like a, a really huge game changer like the way it presents itself for our industry it was just like wait a minute like this is huge and for a different reason that i, I I'm, I'm gonna break it down but like one of the first reason was the fact that like, uh, you can like put digital art on, on the, the blockchain and it's, and it's secured, but it's also uh, traceable. So this just uh, uh, art speaking, you buy a painting, you never know who had it before and where it's coming from. This is a new way of like, okay, it's, it's, it's encoded. And you can keep track who had it all the previous owners all the numbers related to it like the price of sale and everything so this to us was just like on a on a maybe maybe it was one of the reasons it attracted us as the entrepreneur side and also our passion to promote the talent in the end if we help like three four twenty artists to live of their art because Of the gigs that we provide them all year long this to us is kind of our it's your passion but also our kind of our your raison d'être so when we saw the potential of this we're just like okay wait a minute like this can generate enough uh revenues to live out of it but without even the aspect of of the the sponsorship thing of can you insert my logo in this thing (laughs) and and make the artwork yellow and red. Now, like we saw the movement of the artists having the power of their art and just like being, I don't work on commission anymore. For us working for 10 years in the industry, promoting artists, working with with clients, to us, it was just like, oh my god this is really huge so we need to get into this and understand because it's a game changer for the whole art industry so now the artists are empowered their their own brand they're actually the the thing that we want so this is huge and it's really uh, it it was really impressive i was so excited i was just like not counting the hours anymore we were all of the four of us were so mind blown that we're just like, okay, guys, the business is, is rolling. Like yeah. we know what we do. Like we do murals, we do project, we do branding. The four of us are gonna explore this because it's too big. We need to understand. We need to put a little bit of energy into understanding it. It's almost like a, a new game was coming out, like a Pokemon Go game was coming out, and the four of us were just like into it like a passion <laughs> and like buying NFTs and we were talking to each other every day like many hours per day which it, it was a wild that we did that but we were just like so excited and like on 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 zoom calls and it was a crazy era already I, I speak of that like it was like 10 years ago but it was yeah. like only to, yeah we saw the, the, the born of Discord not the born but the, the association with the NFT movement and Discord yeah. was just like <sighs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, everyone is there. Well, it, was it was
0: all speculative. Speculative, yeah, it was all because speculative.
1: It, the people that had any info was sharing them on on, on, on this platform, and then this so you got all this insight. This yeah. the, all this insight and all this uh, community-driven. Yeah. and people were saying, "Okay, this is you need to buy this," and we knew it was crazy, yeah. but at the same time, it was it, there was something. Really beautiful about it, like community wise the fact that like everyone was like promoting, sharing, you
0: found fellow entrepreneurs and and I wonder yeah. if maybe that's why you guys were so excited because again it's almost like when you discovered nfts, you discovered the marriage of art and entrepreneurialism, that sort of enterprising spirit, uh, grassroots decentralized um, Uh, self-made that self-made energy that created landmark and created mural so you found your people
1: totally yeah we re-dived into it as much as we dived into muralism uh, back then into street art so for us it was just okay it's a different medium but we're as passionate again with the, the 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 potential or the the new things that it was bringing
0: I love that now now there's a there's a storytelling aspect to all of this you we muralism as a movement i think at the heart of it there is a story whether it's the artist communicating themselves through their aesthetic uh or there's a message, you know, some kind of social message, a politically charged message, for example. Um, and where I'm seeing a bridge between muralism and NFTs, where NFTs are kind of becoming that opportunity for, say, an artist that may have made their name as a muralist, now creating NFT art, but able to extend their storytelling into that space suddenly you know i'm my own brand i'm able to live off of this maybe i don't necessarily want to do work for other brands now because i'm not as maybe there's not there there's there's more direction i can't put as much of myself into that i do find that with art as a communications tool certain brands have figured that out now there's obviously a tension there though right because the brand has its story yeah. it's, you mentioned it could even just be colors like you mentioned the yeah, yeah. a brand will say i want this in red and yellow <laughs> then there's the tension between that storytelling and the artist's storytelling so My question to you is, from a storytelling perspective, how how are brands now approaching you guys now? You talked just before about winning that award with with, um, the NBA and the Hennessy collaboration. Are there certain artists that are more comfortable to to remain in that space, or is it just that are, are brands adjusting their approach when they come to you with these ideas?
1: I would say that of course like a few brands are aware of NFT because yeah. right now like it's it, it blew out but it's it's kind of I would say it's rare that okay. they come out of the blue with this because they don't understand it yet as much as they 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 know what it is yeah. but like they don't know what they could do with it but I think I can share this but like I I talked with Fred and he's like oh man he saw like he saw that like uh, one of our artists did um, did the bottle of uh, of Romeo's gin, and he's like, "Hey man, I would love like to do to have my own bottle as well." <laughs> I reached out to them because I know the guys at Romeo's Gin, and I'm like, "Hey guys, I have this artist like he would he would love to do like a bottle with you guys." But a year went by, and Fred became what he what he is today, like an NFT mm-hmm. artist, which is doesn't do commission work that much. And when he does, like, <laughs> it, 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 it should pay because yeah. officially doing what he loves. And then, like, the, these guys, they come back to me and they're like, you know, when you told us about this artist, like, we thought about it and it's a good call. And now you want to do an NFT and the bottle. And I'm like, okay, nice, but... It's so funny because in a year, like this artist is so elsewhere into his even his career and like his value and yeah, everything. Yeah. going to throw them flowers because as a company, like they came and they, they probably were the first one to do like a gin with 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 NFT incorporated in the bottle and 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 supporting like a digital artist uh, in a sense. So all all fucking amazing uh, thanks to them in the end, like he loved it because. He's, he's from here and he's happy that like a, a brand from here they're kind of friends like we have a, another friend that works there as well so I think it, it was all like a, a, a nice project in the end and it turned out like super super great but it was it was really a, an interesting dilemma for us internally to, to think about okay so now there's a new reality is that like this guy like the 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 the, the 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 commission gig that they're talking about, it doesn't make sense. A year later, let's say before NFT, like, OK, maybe an artist I work with becomes a little bit more popular. But what, like his value takes like 15, 20. But Fred, it was like his value like jumped from, <laughs> I don't know, like take a jump of like a thousand percent, like uh, over wow. a year. Because wow. it's just like, no, no, like he's not going to do this anymore because he released one NFT and he's making millions. So a gig at like, I don't remember the number, but like 10, yeah. 15, like 30, even 50k. <laughs> I said earlier, for us, we're so happy about uh, that Fred is able to, to more than live out of his art, but like he's successful and it's his name. And now he, do, he does like what he wants to do and then and, and he puts his, his art uh, upfront, but with without like any uh, restrictions. So,
0: okay, there are artists listening at home right now who want to be the next Fred. and more more than that, they they want to have someone like yourself and your partners and your agency and your festival um, as a vehicle to help them activate that same kind of success because that's that's what I'm taking from this conversation, mm-hmm. is that it's not just the, the NFT is or the NFT space and, and the success that a lot of your artists are experiencing through the NFT space. Um, absolutely, is it, it stems from them and, and their art and their talent. There's no question about that and their ability to ride waves and, and track yeah. trends. But, but there's also an infrastructure and a community that you've built that I think is uh, integral to that ecosystem of, of, of artists making it in Web3. So my question to you for those artists at home, those aspiring artists, is what, what does it take for you to notice someone, for you to want to bring them into yeah, your yeah. Uh, squad and, and develop them into uh, an all-star?
1: The two first one I, I think of is, um, is for sure passion. Like for us, everything we did was built on passion. And, and as much as like there's some downside to it, but I think as an entrepreneur, as someone that wants to be successful, like you don't count, you don't count the hour, which can be a, a downside. You have a vision, you have something in mind. And passionately, you you just do it, and I feel that this is something I can feel. Uh, I would say that, like Fred, for example, is someone that really was, still is, but like yeah. before being uh, being that that popular and, and famous in a sense, he was like his, his concept back then was to to generate one artwork per day, so. To me like the first thing that came to mind was like was like okay that's that's someone that's like pas- passionate for his art because to him it's just like okay I need to I need to do some. <laughs> no matter what like I need to produce and, and do that type of art I have a, a vision. those reps
0: going in the gym a day, <laughs> a, day a render a day is crazy. It like was a true 10,000 hours right there.
1: It was, was really really uh, impressive.
0: It adds to the mythology. His his yeah. Fred's mythology too. Like to know that you know. I, I've I, to bring it back to the more conventional art space. Like going in. Like I remember when I was a teenager, I went to Paul Cezanne's uh, atelier in uh, Provence. Uh, my 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 grandfather took me there, and I still to this day remember being arguably more moved and more impressed by the little sketchings on his wall in his workshop, (laughs) you know, because it it felt more like it it felt like I was closer to the artist in that moment. And what you're telling me right now, it's not, not only does it speak to work ethic, there's also some, something kind of vulnerable about that in a way. Like, like I'm not, I think if, if I was an artist listening at home, I would take, I would take, I would be motivated and encouraged by by that because uh, it takes work to become as good as he is now. It's not like yeah, Fred yeah. was
1: born necessarily with what is he is self, outputting now. He's all self-taught too, is, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And if, if you take all of these information, the fact that he's self-taught, he was doing one render a day and his name is Fuck Render. Like in the end, how painful it is to do render, but he was doing one <laughs> a day and his name is Fuck Render. Like how much to me, like it all, that's it was even,
0: That's amazing. It,
1: to the third point: passion, determination, vision. Not your statement, but uh, like your manifesto. Manifesto. Or? When I go to schools and to kids, they don't want to hear that, you know, like that art teacher boring stuff. But in the end, that art school teacher boring stuff that is telling you is is kind of the truth because you yeah. see how the Art Manifesto, and it, it 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 doesn't have to be like that complicated, but if you know it, and the fact that like Fred has this, exactly what we did, the, the Art Manifesto of having his name called Fuck Render, doing one render per day. And so to me, this is Art Manifesto yeah. right there, and yeah. it caught my attention. It's not because I read this definition of like, oh, as an artist, I'm going to do... No, no, no! It was really simple, and it came right, right up front, as an art manifesto. I understood right away, like what he was doing with this, and where he wants to go. And back then, he was this was no NFT time at all. He was just like uh, doing digital artwork, but like already we knew, like this guy was was a genius uh, of his art. And then, and then came NFT and and the the. the the rest is history, but that's beautiful.
0: I I love that. The, the the Easter egg in his name. The the fact that he's called fuck render. <laughs> I always wondered. I always wondered like there must be something there must be a reason for the name.
1: Yeah, I mean and don't don't quote me like a maybe he has like different explanations. Okay, rendering is, is a painful part of yes. like being a and I see the name and the fact that he was doing one every day. I'm like, okay, this is it's genius. It's like
0: if you go to the gym and you <laughs> hate cardio. You hate the treadmill, but you know that you have to be on the treadmill yeah, to exactly. get in shape. So, like my gym name could be Fuck Cardio, for example. <laughs> it adds to his mythology that that knowing, knowing that he has that relationship with renders, that that was his methodology to sort of develop into the artist, into the persona, the icon that he is now, he is not necessarily, uh, it's it's a little bit of that Banksy energy, right, like he he benefits from not being like a a necessarily or a relatively visible person in the art world, it's more his art, his name, and now with that story that I now know, honestly, like the blockchain is one thing, but in terms of my own personal blockchain, of, of, of how I would assess someone like that, his value, um, his value just went up like yeah, crazy yeah, for me. totally. As, as someone who appreciates the story behind the story.
1: And I know? think to complete that and to again, like s- send him flowers, the fact that like, once he understood the potential of this platform and the potential of the, f- the people actually this is where every artist wants to be because you're just like, okay, like I have a whole universe in my head. Yeah. I have tons of ideas. Yeah. Now when I said earlier, like you be, they became their own brand. Even brand is not the good name because it's a, it's a term that's just like, okay, it's a brand and people go to that shop and, and buy. Yeah. But in the end it's, it's, it's just like, it's a fan base generated. Well, and, 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 and to do a parallel for with Ricardo for example mm. it's been it's been 12 years that we're working with Ricardo knowing that this guy is a genius and yeah. he has his own universe tons of potential so when we saw the nft aspect we're just like okay like this is a new platform where we can connect directly with people loving his art and like providing them Uh, stuff and like exclusive stuff like every artist like they could have like a a full like universe like this like ricardo's universe like his world is like we can deep we can dig so deep into it like he's writing he's writing books this guy because his mind is just like constantly imagining like artist so stunning artist so for us it's just like okay like we need to understand this platform because it could be the future of how we express like Ricardo's art and Ricardo's universe yeah. because we know it's way more than like a, a flaming drawing and like that naive style that yeah. he's having. Like some of the people they still don't understand. They're just like, yeah, yeah. it's it's like a kid can draw that. Yeah, well, oh my can a kid like write like the the full like book that he just like wrote with this whole like universe and this whole like world he created with peripherias and It's just like, it's funny because in the end, it's just his way of drawing, Uh, like uh, innovative way of thinking, okay, what's going to be the new way of consuming tokens, art, uh, IP, IPs. Oh my God.
0: Like it's, it's crazy. To those people who think that someone like Ricardo, um, his art is is childlike. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's childlike in that sense of wonder and exploration and whimsy, but... If anyone thinks a child could draw that, again, like oh, we were yeah, saying yeah. earlier, <laughs> I, I, I tell you, ask <laughs> totally. yourself, why am I resisting? But no, honestly. Uh, oh, thank you, uh, so thank, you, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Uh, I feel very inspired. I feel um, I feel I have a lot of hope for artists right now. I think it's oh totally. it's, uh, this is it, a... it's an incredible time to be an aspiring artist. But uh, if anything that our friend FuckRender has taught us based on the <laughs> mythology that you and I have kind of weaved together today, it's put in that work, guys. Put in yeah. that rep. Get on the train. Yeah, yeah, totally. Render, this render, render.
1: Probably there's like successful stories oh, of people of course, like not putting that much of an effort. Yeah. But I need to say that like, like I'm happy of where we are today. Yeah. Like uh, I think we created something that's now like Prove itself and it's like ro- rolling more s- uh, smoothly in yeah. a sense. Yeah. But I know, like, there was like lack of a lack of sleep and lack of eating back then when we created like a company, like a B2B company and like a uh, an international festival, like in the same same year, same time. Like my family was was worried. Let's <laughs> let's put it that way. But in the end, like we strived and we're happy with what we created. If NFT becomes something that the artist can live out of and be successful to the years that they've been struggling to eat and put something on the plates at home, uh, to me, as part of the, the struggle that was before, Absolutely. let's say, the the the... the, the, the the world of nfts it's up and down like yes on, on, on a personal uh, level like i i think it's there to stay and the people complaining about it they're clearly not there for the good reason so of course they're disappointed if you invested the i agree Thirty thousand and suddenly oh yeah no it's only worth like 50. for me it's still a medium that's amazing and it's still the future i agree and even if it become not like an investment venture it was never meant to be that anyway it's a platform to authentic- authenticate art to keep track of the thing and to like to link it with the digital world and the metaverse and, and so mean, long
0: as it's giving agency to these artists to giving them new new dynamics new levels of of of, of autonomy of, of you know it's like you said like not living check to check and Realizing real success and 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 that that becoming a part of their own mythology as artists, I think um, that that to me keeps it very exciting. I agree. There was an elephant in the room while we were talking about yeah. this: the NFT market ebbs and flows. Sometimes Seriously. ebbs more than it flows, but nonetheless, I think we're still in that first pancake phase. You know where where we're kind of. Yeah. Or, or like the Wright brothers at Kitty Hawk, you know, we're, we're still there's still going to be some test flights that crash.
1: NFT it's complicated and it's, a, it's surprisingly a really tie and bounded community of artists that are together in this and yeah. they, they made that movement. And they, they, they put a lot of energy in that movement and try to make it good. In the end, I'm just like, okay, it's interesting. It's a debate. For sure, Like there's downside. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's green and it's, it's, it's the future and it's, it's perfect. But I say that this community is really strong. And now they're getting more and more empowered. And they have the resource to do more project and to change stuff. And I'm sure they will. I agree. For sure.
0: I'm optimistic too i'm well, curious yeah curious optimistic, optimistic. yeah all let's, good see, let's see let's see like the we said. future
1: will will tell us but yeah.
0: we'll keep it positive i agree we keep it positive we keep it positive yes <laughs> we keep it yes. positive yes, yes I love sir yan once again thank you so much for your time today thanks um, man good luck with uh with all the upcoming projects you've got going oh and, yes uh, and let's definitely keep in touch cuz uh, landmark mural maybe we
1: do a part 2 a part Ooh, 2 of this on another topic on site on site <laughs> at mural next year
0: you blink and the future changes before our eyes so who knows what we'll be talking about next year i don't know but i look forward to
1: that <laughs> amazing thank you so much thanks again that was yeah. uh, that was fun